Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazers. Tia Johnson here, and I cannot wait to tell you what I learned in 2017 because I know you learned a lot too, and that needs to be acknowledged. So before we get to all that goodness, (laughs) I want to, of course, talk about gratitude. What I would love for you to do is to write someone a letter today. Write them a nice heartfelt letter do it old school, send it via mail. You know, you write, get nice little stationary paper, write on a nice uh, fountain pen, or we get a card, a nice, you know, card that would compliment that person, something that, that they would like. And it could be one of those uh, cards that are blank inside and you write your heartfelt letter. Or send them a heartfelt email. Maybe they are just too far away. And you know what? It's all good. Send them a a nicely written email. But send someone a letter today, a letter of gratitude. And take your time writing it. Even if you want to do a rough draft first, you know, do it that way. Or you're just like, you know what, Tia, I'm I'm going straight in for it. I'm going to write from the heart. And if it gets a little sloppy, that's okay because it's from the heart. By all means, carry on. So if you want your voice to be heard, in regards to this episode, you know the drill, guys. <laughs> and if you're new, no worries. You can uh, leave me a comment on Instagram. I put up images to let you know there's a new podcast available. And in, in the description, I write new new episode alert. And uh, you can write there, hey, Tia, can you talk more about this? Or, hey, Tia, I really love that. That's awesome. You can send me an email at podcast at tiamariejohnson.com. And I would also love it if you would drop me a review on iTunes and um, rate the show. I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that. So this topic, what I learned in 2017. You know, 2017 is a really uh, or was a really unique year because so many things happened, and because I was so in the midst of just doing, just, you know, constantly moving, that I almost forgot some of the stuff that I've done. Even when I wrote this list, I just remembered, and I also went to one of my very close friends' weddings. I mean, a lot of stuff went down in 2017, and <clears throat> one thing I want to address here is that, and this is something that I want to suggest to you, which is why I'm actually doing this episode, is I want you to document more. And not not just put it on Facebook and then, you know, Facebook does this awesome thing where they remind you what you did on that day. I, I think it's up to like 10 years ago now or something like that. That's really awesome. But I want you to document it, whether you create albums in your, your phone, which I have been doing. So instead of all my pictures being in one place, I have a picture for uh, the Bahamas and pictures from when I was in Ghana. But also, 
start to go a little bit old school with this. This may be the, the sub theme for the episode is going back to old school. Create a scrapbook, okay? Dive into your creativities, you know, your creative, create, creative mode. I can't talk. What's going on here? <laughs> so activate your solar plexus chakra, okay? That's orange. Um, the color of it is orange, okay? That has to do with creativity and passion. So why not? You know, hashtag why not? Do that. A scrapbook um, or maybe even a journal, Okay, my best friend recently gave me a travel journal. So I'm going to document my travels, you know, something that can help me to remember what I have done. Okay, thoughts, feelings, all that jazz. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do is to also start documenting in multiple ways. Okay, so in 2017, I began walking again, and I mentioned this in a previous um newsletter and in one episode I will dedicate to explaining my whole journey with the four foot surgeries and how that really changed my life because um, I know there are other people out there who are going through similar issues or um, they just feel a certain way you know surgeries are a big deal and your body is changed every single time so that is something that needs to be talked about and so one day I will talk about that in its entirety. But just for the short version here, uh, so I started walking again around uh, in March, but I didn't really fully uh, gain the comfortability in walking until actually July. It was just still I had difficulty going up and down the steps. My legs were just tense. I mean, now I still have issues going up and down the steps, but it's not as serious as it was earlier in this year. So what I learned is that there are a lot of things that, not that I take for granted, you know, because I, I don't want to say that I'm taking it for granted. That's that's something that people assume, oh, we take this for granted. It's stuff that we just don't realize are, uh, or play such a huge part in our life because we just do it is what we just know. For example, just getting up to walk. You know, we don't think about walking. We just do it unless, of course, we have issues with walking. But, you know, before my foot surgeries, I didn't have that issues. Just go get up and walk. I didn't have to muster up energy to walk. Okay. So one thing I learned is that I'm going to be even more grateful and um, take more time out to acknowledge things that I I don't take for granted, but I don't realize that I'm not acknowledging it. Like, I, as if it's always going to be there, I guess is a better example. So I want to make sure that I am acknowledging things as if it won't always be there. Okay, so that's that's that part. Also, what I realize is that frustration and patience are probably going to be my arch nemesis until the day I die. Because <laughs> I know that's harsh, and it's like, wow, do you really – but I know, I remember being in grade school and my teacher wrote on a report card, Tia gets frustrated easily. And this is because, and, and, and this is the, the truth. I have been harder on myself than my parents ever, any one of my family members have ever been hard on me. I mean, and they're not really hard on me. And so I am the person who wants to get things right the first time. 
And if something doesn't go right the first time, I'm like, oh, my God, all right, all right, what do we have to do? And then there's this whole lead time of me getting mentally back into the groove to want to do it because it's like, well, screw this. It didn't work the first time. I'm just going to try something else, and maybe I'll come back around. And that has to do also with patience because, again, I don't want to keep doing something over and over again, even if I am tweaking it. It's just like, okay, I, I just need for, for you to work now, okay? I don't know how many times I have to tweak this <laughs> for you to work. But then I hear stories about uh, Thomas Edison, you know, or uh, other entrepreneurs who just tried and tried and tried until they got it right. And they did have to tweak a little thing here and a little thing there. So then that allows me to, Take a deep breath and go, okay, Tia, tweak it. Get over it. You're not going to get it right the first time. And more times than not, you're <laughs> going to have to do it all over again. So that's one another thing that I learned. Patience is probably something that would become less of an enemy <laughs> over the years. The frustration is something I'm really going to have to stay on top of. And that is me being very transparent. I know as a spiritually centered person, uh, I am supposed to be um, very self-aware, which I am because I'm in this, but also um, I understand that certain things will uh, take longer to overcome than others. And sometimes I will get triggered and get frustrated. And this, again, is more geared towards myself. Okay. Also, I had to remember that, that I took the lead in a lot of things this year, and I want you to think about, you know, where did you take the lead in, in things this year? And maybe you didn't give yourself enough credit, you know, for, for doing that. And, and even think about your, going back a little bit, your arch nemesis. What are the things about you that you need to really work on because it's something that needs to be addressed and it, it, um, it, it needs to be broken down and figure out how you can overcome that. So this year, I was a table leader for Dinner en Blanc. And if you don't know what Dinner en Blanc is, it's when people dress up in all white. They meet up at uh, a predetermined location to go to a secret location somewhere in the city. And you can either get your food catered or you can bring your own food. And everything is right. You bring your tables, your chairs, and you're usually at a very scenic, beautiful place. There's music. There's entertainment. You meet people. Everyone has a great time. I absolutely enjoyed myself, okay? It was my second year doing Dinner en Blanc, and it was a blast, okay? And I'm located in Philly, and it's, it's the biggest in the nation, okay? This year, I'm trying to remember, did we have 5,000 or 7,000 people? I can't remember, but we had a lot of people. It was wonderful, okay? It started in um, in France, in Paris, France, and then uh, I, um, it just developed since then. And so I had so much fun. And I had to remember that, okay? I had to remember that I became a table leader. And a table leader is someone who leads their group. So it's 49 people. I'm the, I make the 50th person. So I lead 49 people from the predetermined location. So this year we met at the Sugar House Casino, and my group of 49 people went to our tour bus. So, you know, people load up in the bus with all their gear, and then we went to the secret location, which was Franklin Square Park. So 
that was really cool. I got people there <laughs> to the destination. All was well. They loved me. I helped them. They were great. Boom. And you can uh, check out some of the pictures on my Instagram. So you just got to scroll back a little bit. Um, also, I spoke at different places throughout the world this year. And again, I almost forgot that because I am someone who just is focusing on, okay, what's the mission? Let's focus on that. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. So I spoke in Toronto. I spoke in the Bahamas. And actually, I did a podcast about that because it was my birthday, too. Um, so you can check that out. It's episode 114. It's a bonus episode, and it's called Birthday Unplugged. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Um, and then I spoke in Ghana, and that was interesting getting there. So I, so from Philly, I went to uh, New York, so I left out of JFK. Uh, I, just, I just had a better deal leaving out of JFK. And from there, I went to Turkey, and I was there for eight hours, so that was awesome. And then from Turkey, I landed in Ghana. So me and my friend, I went with a group of women, but one of my friends from Philly uh, went with me, so we went from New York to Turkey, to Ghana, and the same way going back. And it was a lot of fun. The women there are truly amazing and inspiring. I met one woman who is a supplier, one of those suppliers for Home Goods and Pier 1. Ridiculous. It's amazing. You can check that out in episode 125, Empowering Women Entrepreneurs in Ghana. And I went to one of my uh, closest friends' wedding, which was amazing. I was so happy for him. So, I mean, at, in the midst of all that, I went to a wedding deep breath. Here's the thing. We are constantly doing great things. And your great thing may have been you made the decision that you're going to school. You know, I'm going back to school. That's it. I'm going to apply for financial aid. I'm going to do my due diligence. It's a wrap. Done. It may be, you know what? Um, I, I need to change cities. And Maybe it didn't work out quite the way you wanted to, but you're still on the path of doing it. That's awesome. I want you to give yourself a pat on the back. Listen, life is not easy, guys. It is not easy. And I was just talking to a friend about this. It's not. For some people, it's like, oh, what are you talking about? Everyone is still going through something, okay? Everyone is having to deal with something, okay? Not everyone talks about it, and that's okay because it's their business. But I don't want you to feel like you are alone, that what you're, you know, you're going through is something that you cannot talk about, okay? I want you to reach out to someone, reach out to a professional, you know, someone who's licensed, okay? Because I know that there is greatness within all of us. I know that we are strong people. I know that we each have a role in this. And I don't want people to think because they're not doing something that someone says, oh, if you're not this, then you're not, you know, living. But that's a lifestyle. That's not a, I want you to get out your comfort zone and challenge yourself. That's different than telling somebody, for example, um, you know, if you're not an entrepreneur, if you're not being an entrepreneur, you're not taking 100% responsibility, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Oh, and by the way, if everyone was an entrepreneur, 
who's going to deliver the mail, who's going to, you know, make, cook the food, who's going to make uh, the headset that I'm using right now to record this podcast episode. So keep in mind, don't have people guilt trip you into doing something. Be able to discern constructive criticism from just criticism. And one of the best quotes actually was in a meme I saw on Instagram was, don't take advice. Don't take constructive criticism from people who aren't doing construction. And I thought, whoa, yeah, that's a good one. So, you know, definitely keep that in mind. And last but not least, what I learned is that people do care about you and they show it in different ways. And it's interesting because we expect people to show how they care in a way we think they should show how they care (laughs) based on, you know, whatever our mindsets are. What we have to keep in mind is that everyone has their own way of showing it. But that's also not to confuse a red flag for a red flag. You know what I mean? Okay, if someone is being blatantly disrespectful and then two minutes later, like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it, and then they're disrespectful again, they're playing with your emotions. That's completely different. What I'm saying is because someone is quiet doesn't mean they don't care. Because someone may seem like they have a tough exterior doesn't mean that they don't care. Okay? So keep that in mind. People do care. All right? Get to know the people around you a little bit better. Uh, This doesn't mean that you have to know their first crush or, you know, (laughs) you have to dig deep like that. Just get to know them a little better. Their likes, their dislikes, you know, maybe uh, their kid is sick and maybe you have a remedy that you can give them. Like, hey, I use, you know, chicken noodle soup and, you know, peppermint tea or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, just get to know people a little bit more, all right? And, And that's something that happens over time. But, you know, back to the original subject, what did you learn in 2017? What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about people? I have learned so many things on so many levels. And one thing I really do put into practice is to be open-minded, but also, you know, I really need to focus on uh, how much leeway people get in my life, and that's something that we all need to focus on because we have to call it sometimes. You know, how many chances did you give someone to get right? I mean, you think about it in games, you get sometimes three strikes. In other games, you may get, you know, one. So you have to figure out, okay, how do I value my life so that I know how to approach people? You know, or so I know how to stand my ground and let people know that's not cool, okay? First of all, you're priceless, okay? But I want you to be able to trust your gut, to understand that some things will not carry over to 2018, and that is okay. All else, I want you to remember that the things that you do is is always, always, always going to go back to your higher purpose, okay? 
even if you don't know your higher purpose, on a subconscious level, you know what you love to do. You know, on a deep level, you have that feeling, this is what I want. Okay? Work from there. Work from there. You know, it's, it's very interesting because I read Danielle Laporte's um, book, White Hot Truth, and I, I tell you guys, that book answered a lot of questions for me, and it also opened up a lot of um, debates I was having with myself. And also, she was on this podcast, and that was episode 107, White Hot Truth with Danielle Laporte. And so if, if you are having... Uh, Issues where you are at a pull and tug with your mindset, read White Hot Truth. And I wanted to end with that because we are going to think about what we learned in 2017. There there are going to be some triggers, some things that, you know, oh, we could have done better. Um, I, I probably should have done that. It's always going to be this pull and tug, Okay. Judging versus discerning, you know, how, how do you feel about something? It, it, that's always going to play a role in your life, but I don't want you to beat yourself up over because you feel like you may have missed the opportunity or you didn't step up to the plate or you you overreacted or something like that. We all have those days, okay? Yes, even, you know, so celebrities who you see who you think are just like, oh, my gosh, they must have a really easy life. People wait on them. and They have very bad days, too, okay? So if they can have it on their level, then, you know, we can have it on our level, and other people can have it on their level. So this is not about beating yourself up, because I know this is going to happen when people think, well, what did I learn in 2017? So... Focus on that. Okay, what did you learn? Who are your arch nemesis? (laughs) Okay, I know mine. We're going to be battling, you know, it's going to be Mortal Kombat in here. But uh, so, again, uh, many blessings. Have a wonderful day. Be nice to each other, okay? Be nice to yourself. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Thank you for joining. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, 
or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. 